0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. Really excited about just building the identity of our offense and and moving forward of just trying to be a fast, physical, disciplined offense, you know, and, and really just, uh, love the group of guys that are here and love the way they're working and it's been a good start so far and continue to grow and cl- improve and uh, earn the right to go out and compete on on sundays so yeah, was, i think it was were talking to who had said and josh said the same thing where there's so much carryover obviously with the promotion from within mm-hmm. in, in your case terminology all those things but that there's a lot of nuances and kind of new wrinkles you're trying to work in What Talk to me about kind of overseeing that process and what you're trying to do in terms of continuity, plus adding things and how important these workouts are. Really. No, and and it's it's very important because when you go through OTAs as a mini camp, your main goal is to be smart about it, you know, and and uh, making sure that uh, you're you're staying within the the rules of you know how you're practicing and everything like that, and then out here you're kind of taking that next step. So some of that technique stuff when the speed ramps up and, and everything, you know, you're you're learning that and you're you're improving, and you're growing. Overall, you're right, you're, you're right. We're trying to be as um, keep the continuity as much as we can, but at the same time grow as an offense. And uh, and continue to expand what we do and how we do things uh, not only schematically but personnel wise. I remember going back you were talking about One thing you learn being a quarterback in Miami with all the weapons you have, get the ball in your playmaker's hands Mm -hmm. and make plays. This team hasn't had the best numbers in yards after catch over the last several years. Is that a conscious effort on your part to be better in that area? We've talked about that uh, really since day one of the players coming back, of the guys coming back, and that's going to be a a constant focus for us. And I think that goes back to kind of how we want to play. We want to play fast with speed. And that's finishing runs, getting the ball in their hands, and being explosive, and and making plays with the ball in our hands. We want to be physical, so that's finishing runs. You know, lowing your pad level, splitting defenders, uh, you know, trying to get that extra yard or two. And then we want to be disciplined about how we do things uh, with our assignments, and and being in the right spots, and and having great ball location to to be able to allow those guys to do that. Is there is there a trade off there though of Josh's strength in driving the ball downfield sometimes where you have to balance out how you... There's no question. Back. But I think at the same time, you could still maximize rack through, you know, uh, uh, on all levels of attacking and defense, you know? Um, you know, so that's through scheme, and, and then that's also through execution. I know it's early. Is there any personnel-wise, all the guys in your office and the web do you have any surprises? Um. You know, again, I think it's it's early, you know, and, and as you go in camp, you kind of want to have this trajectory and you kind of want to continue to grow and expand roles. And you're really still trying to figure out guys and figuring out kind of the pieces and, and what they're going to do best and, and where they're going to fit. And right now we're, we're installing and, and we're installing our offense. We're not scheming anything. We're just trying to, to install and and put pressure on guys a little bit mentally by moving them around and doing some different things. As much as you're evaluating and critiquing you know, your players with your practice tape and whatnot, how are you carving out time to kind of self-critique a little bit, especially in those call segments of practice for you? I think you're always trying to do that. You know, as, um, especially where I'm at in, in my career, I think I think that's very important. And I think that's why I love the staff that we have because we've got a lot of veteran guys on staff. We've got a lot of guys who have been offensive coordinators, a lot of guys who have played in Super Bowls um, that I could pull from and ask questions to and and say, what'd you think? What'd you see there? So I think that's a a constant effort and I've been really pleased kind of with how uh, guys have answered um, in those call-up periods and move the ball periods. I think yesterday was a great example of, you know, uh, we're playing against a great defense every day and it's not always going to be perfect. And, and that's good in training camp. You know, you don't want one side of the ball dominating. You want a back-and-forth and great competition. I think that's important. Um, so, you know, it, it wasn't always perfect. Then we got into call period. I think guys really answered the call, and we were able to, to move the ball and do some really good things. So I think that's all part of it, and I think uh, um, it's great the way uh, Sean has made a concerted effort to kind of include those into practice as much as he can. Hey, Ken, pro- honestly, you guys signed O.J. Howard, so- Logic would think that you are considering using some more two tight end this year than you guys had in the past. But what do you need to see from OJ? I mean, if that's going to become a reality, I think he's pretty happy with what Dawson does. What do you need to see from, uh, from OJ Howard? Well, I think our, our right now kind of how we're handling everything is we're trying to maximize all of our personnel groupings. So um, we're not. Our goal is to not say, "Hey, we're relying on one guy or, um, within the offense." We're trying to maximize everything that we do, and and right now again we're trying to install an offense and not uh, uh, not scheme anything up. We're we're trying to figure out what guys do best, and and then that's where we're going to try to maximize them and use them as much as possible. You have an idea on OJ what, what he might do best? Well, we're still yeah we're still we're still working through it. It's early, you know. It's it's day four of training camp, and we haven't been in pads yet. So I think there's still a long way to go, and, and we're not going to jump to conclusions on anything. I love OJ. I'm glad he's here, and uh, I think he's going to continue to grow in our offense, and the more comfortable he gets, the faster he's going to play, the more physical he's going to play, and uh, I'm excited with the direction where he's going. Ken, we've seen a lot of movement on the offensive line early here in camp. How much of that is because some guys are banged up, and how much of that is because you're legitimately searching for the best spot. Yeah, I think, uh, I think there's a combination of both, you know. Um, so obviously when, when there's guys getting nicked up, you're plugging guys in, and, and then that creates some of that natural competition as well. Um, I think there's some uh, spots you feel really good about, uh, and I've, I really feel good about all the guys we got up there, to be honest with you. Um, I think the biggest thing is, uh, for us, is trying to – get those five guys together to create continuity as quickly as possible. Ken, what was your impressions of Gabe Davis when when he got here? And what have you learned about him now that you're in this position? Yeah, I think year one, obviously, um, you know, there was talent, but you didn't know kind of where that was going to go just based off of the college film and and the things he did. You know, I think he did a lot of good things in college, but you didn't know – You never really know, especially at any position, but a receiver position kind of where that's going to blossom and how that's going to develop. And a lot of times that's up to the player of the mental and then how hard they work at it. I don't think not many guys you draft a receiver don't have the physical tools. At the end of the day, it's going to come up to, one, the mental. Can he handle the mental workload? And then, two, uh, how hard does he work at it? And for Gabe, he's got both those qualities at an extremely high level. Great mentally, as smart as as any receiver I've been around, and works his tail off. Um, and, and so I think that's why you con- you see that trajectory with him to continue to get better and better and better each year because he's never complacent. When you, when you, when you see when you, I mean the comfort level that Josh had with him going back to the Indy game, you know mm-hmm. those sideline catches mm-hmm. to what happened in the Kansas City game. I mean, how 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 steep is his trajectory? No, I, I mean, you never know. And, and uh, um, you know, you never want to kind of project, honestly. You just want to focus on continuing to grow and continue to prove. you know. And, and I think the stress that we have or, or what well, we try to stress on offense, especially with Josh, is trust your eyes, trust what you see, trust your progressions, don't get locked in on anything, you know. Uh, and so when you've got the personnel that we got, I think it helps Josh to do that because he doesn't feel like he's got to get locked into one specific player. And so far, what have you seen from James Cook? We've seen him, you know, has been involved mm-hmm. in the passing game. He has that skill set, that dynamic that he brings to that running back room. But what are your early impressions of him? And, you know, maybe where do you see him kind of fitting? Yeah, James is, you know, James is working. And, and James is doing a, a very good job for what we're asking him to do. Um, again, it's it's hard for a rookie at any spot to kind of come in and make a make that huge impact in year one. So we just want to make sure we continue to bring him along and, and, and continue to, again, just grow and go in the right direction as a player, one, from the mental side, and two, learning what he can do physically. So, again, I think right now it's so early to kind of tell where he's going to fit in and everything, but um, I love – I love James. I love his personality. I love kind of what he brings to the table athletically and, and physically. Um, and he's working his tail off mentally, which is great, because there's a lot to learn at that position in terms of everything from the run game to the pass game, to the protection and, and all that. And he's continuing to work hard with it. But, again, it's, it's early. He's got to uh, continue to work at it and continue to grow and continue to progress the way he is. I mean, was he was talking about, about that you're not scheming. You are know, just installing. What are the benefits of just throwing everything at them early on? Uh, well, I think it's huge because you're trying to build a fan foundation of your offense. You're trying to build a foundation of what you do, your core principles of playing fast, physical, and disciplined, and, and your core um, concepts, you know, that, that you want to kind of hang your hat on throughout the year. So, you know, once you get those in, then you just keep working, you keep working, and, and you keep refining those things. So you're going to put plays in. That might not necessarily be great against the defenses you're playing, um, but big pitcher moving forward, you want to get those things in and you want to work them. Um, so it's not again, it's not, it's not always going to be perfect because of that, but then it's not always going to be perfect because you're playing a darn good defense on the other side of the ball. Um, so you know, it's 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 that constant progression and, and it's that it helps us because it helps push us to you know continue to to compete and get better every single day. Mm-hmm. Still, uh, in my year, as opposed to, uh, despite the relationship you've built up in your mm-hmm. previous role as quarterback's coach. On, on your end of things, how has the dynamic in that relationship changed in, in your new role? What's your take on that uh, as you work through this? I think it's been great, and a lot of that is a credit to Josh. Um, obviously, working with Dave's, Dave's has done a great job here over the years and and uh, had a great relationship with Josh. and. I think it helps me, kind of being here and seeing that relationship and being part of that relationship to kind of continue that. But I think the most important thing is, um, you know, I'm not going to try to be anybody I'm not, and I think he respects that. Um, I'm gonna be me, uh, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent in comparison to what it's been here in the past. Um, and I, I think he respects that. I think the the communication is critical, and the constant uh, uh, back and forth of what you see. Why do you see it? Here's what I'm thinking. So we're, we're always on the same page. Uh, on relationship, uh, relationship with Josh, you mentioned a few times the defense was really good yesterday. When he is frustrated, have you, does that change now how you go back and forth with him when you're also tending to the rest of the team? Or is there anything different? There? No. I mean, again, you're 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 just going over. You're just working with the whole offense. you know, So Josh is an integral part of that. So, yeah, you're, you're constantly kind of talking with everybody and, and going through practice with everybody and and um, you know and again I think that's that's the uh, um, that's the mindset you want to take on offense that no matter how things are going just through the course of a game practice season there's ebbs and flows to a, a game and, and everything just like in practice just like in a season so we want to try to do our best to be steady and and be you know co- as consistent as possible with our, our approach and our attitude how effectively- Oh, he's great. I mean, he's competitive, and and uh, that I love battle, right? no, no, and I, I love that about him, and I think uh, it's a benefit. You want a guy who cares and wants to compete and and wants to, you know, go out and and put his best foot forward. So yes. that's always going to give you a chance. Sorry, cool. Ken, um, how, how has the, the symmetry worked with you know Cromer being the new offensive line? He has different ideas about how to do things than Bobby Johnson did. How has that worked, skill players? Working with the offensive line and what Romer's trying to do, how's that symmetry? Is it working right now? How's it coming together? It's been great. I mean, we we did a lot in the off season, obviously communicating kind of back and forth. And here's how I see it. How do you see it? Um, to really kind of work th- work through a lot of things to get it to where we wanted to. Um, you know, so again, it, the the biggest thing was making sure to keep it as consistent for our guys as, as possible to keep that continuity for them. And I think we've managed to do that. Cole Beasley was super productive for you, obviously, the last three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was pretty much a slot receiver. Do you envision maybe more diversity in the slot, uh, uh, you know, without, without him? Yeah, I think, again, that's a, it's, it's a little early to tell. Right now we're, we're looking at some different things, but um, kind of as we continue to move on and, and grow and develop, um, it might be a primary guy. It might be some different guys. But obviously, we're really excited about Isaiah and Jameson in the slot, you know, doing, doing those things. And um, we feel very comfortable with who we have and, and uh, excited about kind of what they're bringing to the table. And then after Stefan and Gabe, how do you feel about your options? outside receiver after those two yeah I think um, again it's so it, it, it is early in the process but I love the way those guys are working it's a great battle it's a great uh, competition between those guys and um, they're they're working extremely hard and doing they're doing the right things in terms of coming every day prepared playing fast playing physical um, and being disciplined in in, in their approach what do you I think he just needs to continue to do what he's doing, to be honest with you. I think he's, he's been doing a great job just um, running, running routes, being where he needs to be for Josh, creating separation, and, and, um, and doing things that it takes to kind of, within, our, within our system uh, to gain that comfort level with Josh. I think both uh, – and he showed that in previous times he's, he's been able to be out there um, I think he's always had a, a niche on our team, and it just continues to, to grow each year. From where he came from his rookie year to where he's at now, again, he just continues to get better each and every year, and that's all you can ask for from a player. Yeah, there's been a lot of, not, fairly and unfairly, there's been a lot of knocks in this team on Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, partly because where he was drafted and, and, and circumstances, but how do you get the most out of a player who is trying to find his way again? Yeah, I think again, it's a, a learning process of what he does well and and um, what he's most comfortable with, and and then what what he can handle mentally. He came in so late in the process; he's still, you know, he's still getting the feel for the offense, the nuances of it, and then just the overall scheme of it. So there's still a, a lot of progression there. But I mean, you talk about a guy with unbelievable leadership ability unbelievable just um, passion for the game tremendous in the room but then also he's got a, a great physical still skill set so I'm, I'm excited for him to continue to get comfortable with the offense to see what he can do. What can all that experience in the room and coaching staff with you do for you to help you as a first-time play caller? You look over Mike Shula is there and Eric Cromer's is there and how can you lean on them? Give us maybe an example of what, what could happen. No I think part of that is with Chrome. You know, is is the the run game stuff, the pro, uh, protection stuff, kind of bringing in some some maybe new ideas, which always kind of infuse a little bit of something into the offense, um, maybe that we haven't done here in the past. So um, that's been that's been very exciting for him. With Shules, it's been great having him because you know when you talk about especially situational football and and being good in in situational football just he's been able to do it so many so much in the past uh and he's been in a lot of different uh situations whether calling a game in a Super Bowl or uh calling a two minute with a uh down by 6 a minute 20 left in the game and you got two timeouts you know and and he's done those things so to be able to to lean on that experience of and ask Jules like hey what would you think here or in this situation what are some different things that we could potentially do within our scheme Uh, um, that might have been different than what I just called right there. And and I think that communication is great. And then the same thing with Joe Brady and and, uh, um, uh, all those guys, you know, Rob Boris, all those guys who have great experience. Can you just mention, Tim, what's the most important aspect of the relationship between the quarterback coach and the offensive coordinator, especially because you have the perspective now of both? Yeah, I mean... You want a consistent message with with Josh and all the quarterbacks, and I think that's key. I think the biggest thing is to make sure there's there's a consistent message from me to Joe, to those guys in that room, um, and I trust Joe tremendously, you know. And and again, I think it was important to bring in guys who maybe not necessarily have been in the system in the past to to infuse some new thoughts and new ideas. And he's come in, done a great job, just learning. How we've done things in the past, and then putting his spin on it, which is what you want, because you want him to con, you want him to control that room and, and and be the guy in that room. I don't want him to think that I'm kind of hovering over him because I trust him tremendously to to do the job and to be the guy in that room, and I think he's done a great job with that. that uh, see the dynamic between Joe and, and Josh? Kind of it's been great. I mean, um, you know, I think Joe's got a great feel for personalities, you know, cause, cause Josh is different than Matt Barkley. Then he's different than case Keenum and, and he's got a great way of relating with those guys um, demanding, you know, uh, things from them at the same time, uh, understanding kind of the communication of what'd you see here and okay, I understand that, you know, think about this maybe. So I think he's got a great way about him a great, uh, a great feel kind of how to, how to, how to handle, handle the room. And we've Probably seen Khalil, two more. Khalil Shakir get a, a little bit more opportunity because of some guy's missing time. When you guys drafted him. He was kind of slotted into this <laughs> slot receiver only uh, thinking about him because of his size. Do you think he's capable a bit more than that? Are you experimenting with that? What, what's your vision for him? You know, again, it, it's uh, and especially because he was kind of nicked up in, in the OTAs and mini camps and, and things. So we're still learning him a little bit, too. Um, so he's gonna, he's gonna continue to grow in his role and we're going to continue to find out what he can do, whether it's inside outside or anything like that. So, um, uh, I don't, I don't ever want to handcuff any of our guys. I want to, um, be able to kind of see all, you know, what they can do. I mean, not just him, but it's like, Hey, I'm still learning what Gabe can do. I can still learn what Steph can do maybe differently than what we've done with him in the past. So all these guys, uh, um, we're still trying to kind of, uh, figured out and that's what train camps for. Train camps and, and OTAs and mini camps and all those things are for hey, just trying to figure out exactly, you know, what what we can push them to do uh, and then kind of fit that into the offense. Last one Yeah, I think, uh, again, for a young player, he's really come in and, and done some good things. And I'm excited to see him when the pads come on and and, uh, and just see see if the, that continue to translate and, and watch him continue to grow in, in, uh, in what he's doing. Thanks, everybody. Thank no problem. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.